0: Two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. The first mouse quickly gave up and drowned. The second mouse wouldn't quit. He struggled so hard that
1: eventually he turned that cream into butter and crawled out.
0: Gentlemen, as of this moment, I am that second mouse. <laughs> it's amazing. He's talking about motorcycle insurance.
1: Now let's start the show. show. Step out What a stupid
0: There's a podcast that literally just rips on Tucker Carlson week to week, and they just give me the on. name. I, I think it's just like "Tuckered Out." I think is the name. They catch these great sound bites, and one of them one day was just like, I may not know much about this. And then he just goes on and on about the topic. Like, you you literally just said you don't know much about this.
2: I mean, it's never stopped anybody before.
0: <laughs> it hasn't. And, and it won't stop anybody on this podcast. I can guarantee you that, <laughs> <laughs> you that listeners. <laughs>
3: like and subscribe. You, you got to get
0: your uh, headphones. We're not just trying to be an okay podcast. We're trying to go from good to great. You know, I saw Q's Doppelganger at the gym today. Oh, God. And I knew instantly it wasn't you because he had a pair of good headphones.
3: I think that'll be our first, like, crowdfunding thing. It's like, help us get Q a good set of headphones. Q, you're on mute. You, your, yeah, you yourself. Just talking
2: shit
0: to yourself.
2: I, I literally didn't even, I didn't even hit mute.
0: The and algorithm even, censored you.
2: This is big tech censorship, and I will not fucking stand for it.
0: Can we talk about
3: um, what's-his-face Elon Musk bitching and moaning about Twitter only to buy it?
0: No, I, I can tell you what that is, and he actually got in trouble for that. I hope he gets in trouble for that again. That's So he's done this before where he's basically gone on these like drunken rant out of his way to try to dump a stock by using his influence on Twitter. And then he just goes and he repurchases more of his own stock or, in this case, Twitter. He was trying to dump Twitter, make people go, oh, Elon Musk doesn't like this. Sell, 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 sell. And then he comes and buys it at a discount. Even if it's a couple cents, when you buy fucking a million shares or whatever, you know, it's going to be fucking cheaper that way. So that's what his goal is. He tries to dump stocks by using his influence. And then he buys more of it at a lower price.
2: But, like, they're saying he actually bought stock.
0: He did. Of I think Twitter. he bought 9% kill the value of the stock and then buy it. Why,
2: why would it be dumping? Why would the stock go lower for Elon Musk buying or buying a, b- b- no, no, a no, portion no. of
0: it? Elon Musk texts about, about it first. He's tweeting about, he's done this with his own stocks too. He's no longer allowed to talk about his company without other, some board appointed people confirming the tweets before or something. What he's done in the past is he like him going off the deep end and the price of the stock would crash and then he would go in and he would buy up more of his own company so he was intentionally doing this with his company he's probably trying to use that same play with twitter where his you know his fucking endless followers think he's gonna bitch and complain about twitter it's gonna dump the stock he's gonna buy it cheap and it's gonna rise because he probably has inside information again
1: he's like
0: that
3: Twitter's stock surges 27 percent after yeah. Elon Musk becomes biggest shareholder. Yep. Mm. Can he, I just he, say I'm tired of him? Is that okay to say,
0: or is he too much of a thought leader? I've been, I've been, I've been, been tired guy? of guy. <laughs> I've
2: been tired of him for years at this point. So,
0: Q, how long have I been anti-Musk?
2: <laughs> he, I might uh, have been the
0: first. <laughs> I really might have been
2: he honestly he, he really like sold people that he was this like thought leader innovative leader and he's he's just a he's a clown this is a grown man who's almost like 50 years old has like six kids at this point and yes, he's worried man. he's worried about people criticizing him on twitter it's like good priorities man
0: yeah he's gotten into a lot of weird arguments on there
2: I guarantee that's why he's doing this. Is partially, yeah, I'm sure it's stock related and money related, but it, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being that he's just tired of getting criticized on Twitter and wants to stop it.
0: I will say, Elon Musk is probably a really good businessman, better businessman than an innovator. That's why he got into the SpaceX game. Was he realized that he could do rockets cheaper than the current? manufacturers of rockets that were getting sweetheart deals from the u.s government and he said i can buy the parts get similar pieces that would be equally of quality for cheaper and do it cheaper and make bigger bang for my buck that's that's why he's a great businessman but he's not really the innovator we make him out to be he's a great salesman too that makes people believe he's the innovator he is
1: yeah
3: Yeah. it's like the 21st century version of revenge of the nerds like Now I'm going to tell everybody what I think. But at the same time, you don't really have much to say. You don't stand out from anybody else other than the fact that you have a car that works for some people and doesn't for others.
0: I think I like to make the comparison here that, you know, he might be like Bezos smart, but he's not Stephen Hawking smart, right? He's not that, that level. He pretends, he believes he is, he thinks he's Albert Einstein- Nikola Tesla,
2: yeah, and let me correct myself from before. He has eight children. <laughs>
0: Yikes, how could you get that wrong? Jesus Christ,
2: that's when we need more fucking Elons walking around.
0: You would only know by the first name, you can't even pronounce the name. It's got, yeah, it's like character. C3PO. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that actually, that name apparently
0: violated California law. So, I mean, wait, not... is that child like outlawed from living in California? No, have... it's
2: basically that he'd have to rename it to something else, but. <laughs>
0: This is
3: just another version of him being censored and another reason why him and Ben Shapiro need to hold hands and move to, like, Tennessee or something like that.
2: And Dave Rubin just retweeted a a troll account talking about a guy claiming to, like, quit Twitter. Because Elon's the largest shareholder and he's such a
0: dummy that was me. He just yeah. retweeted me.
2: He's such a <laughs> dummy.
0: That whole crew though, that whole Daily Caller
3: crew or Daily Wire or whoever they belong to, they're just it bothers me that they have such a big platform because those guys are just so fucking stupid and they don't understand like you should have paid attention in your polysi two fifty class instead of like I didn't drawing for like Young Americans for Freedom.
2: Do you hear they're creating? creating their own Disney.
3: It's like, yeah. Can we talk about that for a little bit? <laughs> can we? Um, can uh, we sure. hypothesize what some of the, the the shows would be about, or some of the plot lines? Because I all imagine they're just like a coming of age story for Ben Shapiro. It's <laughs> a Cinderella t- story. T- <laughs> Instead of a glass slipper, it's going to be a dad New Balance shoe that Ben Shapiro gets to put put on his foot. <laughs> I'll like, take it a
0: step further. I'm gonna say it's the orthopedics that he puts into the new balance shoe.
3: Yeah, the Dr. The Schultz golden one yeah, he gets the, the golden step on the thing Schultz. at Walmart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the glass glass Dr. Shoals. David Koch is his fairy godfather. Did you guys hear speaking of terrible conservative rich billionaires, did you guys hear about the steel mill in Colorado that's been sending steel to Russia for building the tanks? No. Yeah, this that's been new. happening. This is well, new. This is this is this is because of you know capitalism. It's a company that's owned by one of the Russian oligarchs. I don't know how we fucking missed it, but we did, and so they've been milling steel for for Russia and for building their tanks. Apparently, <laughs>
3: that, that's interesting though because it was my understanding that we were going to embargo all of the things that we send to russia including gasoline is that still or are we still no longer importing gasoline from russia
0: well after zelensky did his thing at the grammys he then did another speech later in ukrainian and russian he was talking about the after effects of as russia's leaving some of the cities that they couldn't take over so anyhow long story short Um, As Russian troops are retreating right now, they're leaving behind basically war crimes. These are civilians with their hands tied behind their backs that have been shot in the head. Zelensky was calling it out. He did it in both Ukrainian and Russian. He's asking that penalties.
2: Biden was saying before that he should be tried for war crimes at this point.
0: Yeah. We're never going to get him for war crimes. They're never going to get him if I he mean, doesn't
2: leave russia you, right what are you going to do anyway at this point i mean again like i'm all for the procedurals and all that to like officially condemn and all that but like it's not going to change anything he's still going to declare victory i think they have that uh victory day coming up in may i think
0: it's like may oh, they've, already, they've already they've already declared yeah, a- there there's
2: there, there's like a parade they're going to have um i think it's called victory day at this point though like if he doesn't have full control of ukraine and if he's not able to establish a public government what, how does he really think like that's gonna he's gonna be able to sell a, that it's a victory
3: you don't have to because he can just say that they've annexed those parts of Ukraine that were supportive of the Russian Federation and that they were able to kill all the Nazis and now problem solved mission accomplished and now they're gonna go home
2: yeah so this is from, this is from CNN um, US intelligence found that it's May 9th uh, Russia has a quote-unquote victory day. Apparently, it's a prominent holiday on the Russian calendar. They will it's...
0: celebrate with Borscht.
2: <laughs> it's it's when the uh, Nazis surrendered uh, in World War II.
0: They will still celebrate with Borscht
2: so yeah so he's apparently like that they're saying that he's gonna like declare victory over ukraine but it's still silly though unless unless he's gonna be able to control some areas around like you know kiev and all of them you can't really sell it that well that it's gonna that it's, it was huge victory even if he says like oh he got rid of the nazis his whole point was about seasoned territory
3: well he doesn't need to convince anybody outside of russia he just needs to convince people who live in russia that.
2: But like, how do you endure that,
3: though? I you mean, know. they've been able to find a way to censor a lot of the newspapers and media outlets and the folks that are actively against the war have either left the country or they have chosen to not say anything so it does not shock me that he's going to be able to have something like this and claim that it was a victory because there's really nobody who's given them any kind of counter argument because they've all been silenced at this point or they've been arrested
0: all right well that wraps up today's show folks um (laughs) if you liked what you heard (laughs) <laughs> Just kidding, everyone. Welcome to the Second Mouse Podcast. My name is Anthony. I go by Gato, mostly by Gato. Um, I am joined, as always, with my two best buds here, Tom DeRoma Anthony Quintero. They're both giving me the middle finger right now. You can't see that. But I can describe to you, they both have really weak middle fingers with a lot of low energy. Very
1: weak middle finger. (laughs)
3: Little finger. (laughs) Believe me. (laughs) Needs the little gloves.
0: Has to wear mittens. um, Is that a toddler hand? What is that? What what do you got there? It's the extra small latex glove.
2: (laughs) There's not a problem there. Believe me. That, that is top five like f- like weirdest fucking like moments of the last decade for me is basically marco mm-hmm. rubio claiming that trump has a small dick and then pretty much like trump's like there's not a problem there believe me
0: on a national debate stage yeah in front of all of america it's
2: yeah. fucking politics by wwe at this point.
0: So I would I would put that up there with like
3: the federal government saying, "Yeah, there's evidence of UFOs and we don't know what to do about it." But yeah, exactly. I would put the Trump statement like just below that. <laughs> the most interesting thing that's happened in my lifetime.
2: So so I, okay, so I'm actually going to pivot here because you wrote up actually an interesting thing there, Tom, because we haven't like really talked about that about the UFO thing. At this point, there has to be, right? There has to be...
3: 100%. There's definitely like, UFOs.
2: There's there's no doubt at this point that we've at least been visited by like aliens at this point.
0: I worked for a dude that was heavy into UFOs. Okay. Just because the government released a bunch of stuff showing these things that flew very weird flight patterns and whatnot it's still inconclusive that's why they're ufos this could have been some crazy chinese military weapon we just can't classify it in any direction as to what it is oh no
2: i i understand that i just don't i just don't buy that's like like a russian like Drone that can fly side to side and like you know I don't I just well, don't that's, buy that's, that.
0: That's just because we've just witnessed what the Russians can fucking do and it's not as impressive. Yeah, as fucking
2: massive that. failure, big L. So
0: what you're telling me, you're gonna sit there on the
3: other end of this telecommunication and say the UFO people are still not satisfied that the government has finally admitted there are UFOs.
0: They won't be satisfied. They will until- never be happy. Until Will Smith fucking punches Alien in the face on television.
3: He was just getting warmed up two weeks ago. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> getting his strong hand ready. Need to get my slapping hand ready.
2: You like Will Smith when he was slapping aliens? Well, now he's slapping comedians.
0: He's taking on cancel culture. <laughs> thoughts and hairs. Thoughts and hairs. I read a book a couple
3: years ago. It was actually pretty interesting. and It was about Area 51. The author is Annie Jacobson, and the book at the beginning she prefaces that I'm not going to get into any of the the stuff related to aliens or anything
0: like that.
2: Keep going. No, we were just we were just fucking around.
0: Yeah. Oh, you both suck. Um, (laughs) But she, but it says we're not as well read as you, Tom. Fucking lib.
1: Goddamn, fucking lib.
0: (laughs) Get a library card. Another library. I have a library card. That's what I cut my drugs with. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, naturally. But
3: the book focuses on all of the released, like, government documents about what was done at Area 51. And the truth is more interesting than the potential fiction of it. Because the amount of, like, nuclear weapons they tested in the Nevada desert is insane. There was one experiment that they did where they had a pilot fly through a mushroom cloud multiple times. Oh, my God. If I'm not mistaken... They used the craters in the Nevada desert for the Apollo moon landing trainings. So they know what it's like to walk through a crater on the moon and understanding that you're not going to be able to see anything on the other end. It was a wild book. It was Annie Jacobson's area 51. Very cool. Not so much in the, like a Bob Lazard side of things when they're talking about like aliens landing there, but more like, all of the spy missions that were ran out of there with the A-12 ox cart spy plane, the missile te- the bomb tests that happened there when they detonated nuclear weapons in the atmosphere. Just let's see what happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a few of these sites throughout the western parts of the U.S. There I, and I
3: think it was Area 13 was another one in Nevada.
0: Maybe, yeah, that that doesn't shock me there's um a major laboratory in new mexico um there's a major laboratory in idaho i've been on one of these sites and they literally take buses from the local town drive the scientists in 45 minutes through the desert in buses that don't have windows
2: i can't wait to find out in like 20 years that you work for the cia gato
0: dude no like I'll tell you what, if you ever come across a place that says they're working on alternative energy solutions, they're working on the next fucking atom bomb.
3: It's either that or it's a tobacco company that's created like <laughs> a lobbying group. Yeah, there's... um. There's a bunch of tobacco companies that can no longer sponsor like international racing. So they've created these front organizations. And if you go on to any of their websites, one of them is a better tomorrow. And another one is mission. Winnow read the description of what they're actually about. And they don't make any sense. It's
1: (laughs) we are here
3: to (laughs) expand the conversation on something. And They don't get into any details. And this is just the front, right? Like this is just the way that you could continue to just shovel money into (laughs) like shell corporations. Like don't even lie. I want to get back to the conversation about UFOs because I do think this is interesting. And I want to hear from both of you. If this planet has been visited by UFOs, why has it not been a bigger thing?
0: I would actually like to take this question in a different direction.
3: No, I decline. Thank you.
2: I'm actually going to answer that first, though. Before you, I'm going to do. I'm going to answer before you. uh, You Gatto, because they watched the news for about five minutes and they were like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here."
3: Yeah, I had the same thought that it was basically them walking into a very busy restaurant, and they said, "Do we want to eat here?" (laughs) No. They just walked into a Cracker Barrel, and there was a two and a half hour wait, and there was not nearly enough like mint sticks that they could eat. Let's
0: let's just go to another planet. Tom,
2: Tom, we're from New York. We don't know about Cracker Barrel, so sure, Cracker Barrel references.
0: Sure, you do. Barrel full of crackers? Like what's going on here? Yeah, can't get anything past you. Got it. Does that (laughs) does that exist? I've never been inside a barrel, uh, a Cracker Barrel. That's why. Is there literally like a barrel full of crackers somewhere?
2: Is it the same company? Can I buy
0: the furniture? Like I heard everything is for sale in that place including it the employees it is yeah, so. <laughs> <What>? so, <crack laughs> Yes, so cracker barrel is supposed to be this oh you didn't old... know it's owned by libs yeah it's actually
3: not it's, it's actually not, Goddamn not owned Goddamn libs. By it's by the most very... anti
2: it's the most conservative place in like the country
0: it is they've actually been sued number it... of number of times for more or less than chick-fil-a or they're, they're just not hardcore religious extremists they're right here i feel like you have to be hand in hand with that shit
3: they are so for those who are listening who have never experienced a cracker barrel it's supposed to be like an old-fashioned restaurant um old-fashioned in the sense it takes forever but also too you can buy all of this out-of-date candy and all these tchotchke shit things that you never would really want like we Tom, make are we, a public.
0: Are you a, a corporate sponsor? I mean, you're making this place sound so appealing right now.
3: <laughs> I'll put it to you like this you can buy the entire menu for less than, less than $100. Sure. So you can go in there, and for the people, you can buy $100 of food, and they're like, you've tapped out the menu.
0: Can I literally just purchase everything in the place and then I own that cracker barrel and then I light it on fire? One that... can make that argument. Yes. <laughs> can I do this? If you feel I... so inclined. I mean I do I do admire their hard nosed belief in capitalism. And like it's the most capitalist and fucking business gravy. in the yes. world.
3: If you wanted to have a meal that would put you down for the rest of the day, it's just physically debilitating meal. That's so, where you go. So they so, bring it so, barred by the truck, is what you're saying.
0: Yes. So nice. aliens, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder why? And you wonder why aliens would be like, no, I'm good." <laughs> yeah, aliens like and subscribe. <laughs> we we literally we literally we are just going went, intergalactic. Okay? We just this went from fucking do
2: aliens exist to Cracker Barrel in five minutes. Podcast is brought
3: to you by the rocking chairs of Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Don't lie. The
0: podcast is brought to you by free time.
2: Important <laughs> question.
0: Lay it on me. Cracker Barrel, Waffle House, Aliens. Which I line? mean, they're are two very
3: different places. Cracker Barrel is a place where you'll wait forever and then feel like violently ill afterwards. <laughs> Waffle House, you need to go at like eleven fifty
0: nine p.m. and you'll see someone get stabbed. I was gonna say, it's, cool. You go there for the entertainment, right? It's more of like a
2: dinner would, and a show.
0: I would, <laughs> I would also like to point out a that murder I am... mystery dinner. <laughs> Who stabbed <laughs> Who the gentleman? Done it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll cut right to the credits that person did it over there
1: but i am equidistant
3: from where i live from a cracker barrel and a waffle house they are just on two opposite sides like if i make a left out of my driveway i can hit a cracker barrel or if i make a right i can hit the waffle house
0: what, so what's more prevalent is it like is there more yes there's more cracker yes. barrels or more waffle houses per yes. capita
3: they're everywhere. Don't worry. They're they, they hold hands and invade whole towns.
0: They're like Dunkin' Donuts in the north.
3: Imagine imagine they both just had an agreement on like the county line and be like, all right, you go from the west, we'll go from the east, and it's, we'll meet in the middle. It's like
0: it's like the bloods and the Crips.
3: Yes, very much so. <laughs> Except one is making waffles and the other one is making um Meth. deep fried steak. They're they're basically the same thing.
2: So, the Montagues and the Capulets of uh, North Carolina.
3: Yes, except I don't think the wait staff are like meeting outside the dumpster and like holding <laughs>
0: hands or anything like that.
2: <laughs> that would be 7 Eleven and uh, Dunkin' Donuts by us.
0: So, okay, guys, I, I we've digressed a little bit. I want to bring this back to a more. So aliens. Yes, exactly. Going back to aliens. Would you fuck an alien? Won't let us answer that question. I'm I'm going to
2: exercise my Fifth Amendment right and not incriminate myself. I was
0: going to say, okay, because that was an incorrect question, because there's a good chance we might not be able to fuck an alien, but an alien might be able to fuck us. So does that change your answers?
3: It is my understanding you can no longer ask me those questions according to the (laughs) HR policy of the Second Amendment Podcast. (laughs) I'm going to take those as hard yeses. That's... (laughs)
1: That's
3: okay, yes. You could just hit him with the Deshaun Watson response. They can, I have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
3: Well, since we've completely diverted and in all likelihood everyone's turned this off and just like driven over a cliff. 100%. Let's talk about fast food rivalries. Mm. Who do you think cuz we already talked about Waffle House and Cracker Barrel and I'm we are just created a rivalry between the two of them. McDonald's, Burger King are obviously the two that went at each other during our childhood anyway. So who do you think like the rival fast food industry companies are? Denny's and IHOP. Denny's and IHOP is a good one.
0: Checkers and Carl's would be a better- Carl's Jr.? Yeah. Actually, uh, I don't know if that's I don't know if they're the same. Well, because there's
3: rally like checkers
2: and rally. rallies. No rallies, they're rallies. the same. They're the same thing. They're, they're the same thing now. It's West you Coast Checker.
3: All right, I got one for you. Ready? Applebee's and Chili's. Oh yeah, definitely.
2: Would you? Well, TJ, that's kind of like a three-peat, though, because the TJ yeah, Fridays.
3: Yeah, that's true. TGI Fridays is dead though. They closed. Is it really? I'm pretty sure.
2: I thought there was still one. I don't know. I don't pay
3: this this shit. So with these recommendations, where would you choose to eat? Well,
2: if you're picking between McDonald's and Burger King, Mm -hmm. it's not even even
3: a question. It's
2: McDonald's. 110%. Burger King's trash as far as I'm concerned.
3: The last time I went to a Burger King, it was in Virginia like five or six years ago. And I thought if I stop and enjoy this meal, it might be better. It wasn't. It was just more painful.
2: The only times I've ever eaten Burger King, which is like maybe twice in my life, I've gotten like violently ill from it. So, no.
0: Okay. Applebee's or Chili's? Chili's. Okay. Gatto? You know, I haven't spent. It's hard for me to answer that. Yes or no, Senator. I haven't spent that much much time in a Chili's. The defendant
2: will answer the question as instructed by the court.
3: It depends on what your definition of is is.
2: <laughs> well, I will say this: I like Gato and I used to go to like Applebee's bar and like sit there, and like they have a pretty decent bar. But like, if you're if I'm eating, it's Chili's. Okay. But if I want to hang out somewhere between the two, it's probably Applebee's
0: because it's the neighborhood grill, right?
2: You're here's, eating good in the neighborhood.
0: Here's a question: Subway or Quiznos?
2: Uh, Subway is garbage. So. Cuisines. I will
3: I will say neither because Mike's um Jersey Mikes has entered the chat. It's like Jer- eating Jersey a Jersey paper.
0: Jersey Mike's has the breads. Yeah. They have the quality breads.
2: You know who doesn't have any competitors though, at least on the East Coast? Taco Bell. Doesn't have a single competitor.
0: Would you Chipotle know, I, be I, I, a competitor? No. Well,
2: no, because like Chipotle and like it's still fast. It's still not same cuisine Yeah, but they're 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 a tier above though. I mean, even if you don't like their food necessarily, they they are a tier above. They're not necessarily like a fast food joint. They're...
0: You know, that, okay. So here's one that I would, where does Panera sit? At the bottom of my garbage. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's I, like, yeah. I would, I literally like, yeah.
2: I would, I would never, ever think to go to a Panera It
0: feels party. like what Wine Mom packs for their kids for lunch at school. Yeah. Here's the thing is that.
2: That's actually shockingly accurate yeah
3: that's 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 pretty on task right there but i remember like every time i'd go on like student leadership trips they'd always want to students would always want to stop at panera and i was like please god no because (laughs) nothing on that menu one tastes good so bland
0: it's just but you're a fucking snob because you're from new york
3: right so i expect my bagels to be slightly like in season or not moldy and gross.
2: So, so Tom, you live in North Carolina. You're originally Raise from... Your... <laughs>
3: Raise up. Take your shirt off. <laughs>
2: like a helicopter.
3: Don't have um, a good time. You're
2: originally, obviously, from Long Island. What would be the... So, like, out of, like, things from New York food-wise, what is something that you miss the most about not being in New York?
3: Bagels. On every street corner. That's you know- the thing, is that... North Carolina, as an abbreviation NC, also stands for not consistent when it comes to food. When I lived in Greensboro, North Carolina, it was like a 15-minute drive to get a bagel. It was good. The folks were from Long Island. It was good. Now, it's probably like a, another 15-minute drive, but this is the only bagel place in the entire county. The thing that bothers me the most is I moved from a place where my parents lived. There was five bagel places within like a three-mile stretch. Here, there's one within like mm-hmm. a 15-minute radius. And I can get a bagel – I can get a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich on the bagel that I wanted for like three fifty or 4 bucks. Here, it's yeah. $9. It's insane.
0: So funny because that's one thing that I've noticed I think about almost anywhere outside of New York is that competition's a lot lower. And that's why, like, they don't have to try as hard because they're they like, the only place doing it and they can kind of set their prices because throughout other more sparsely populated parts of the U.S., it, yeah, there's only one of something, you know, in some places, if, if that. And, you know, I will say, though, everybody who has
3: a bagel shop down here is from New York, though.
0: Yes, With a heavy, stereotypical New York accent.
3: Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, everybody that I've... Pennsylvania wasn't so bad when I lived there because where I lived across the street, there was a bagel place, and it was actually pretty good. And when I lived in Virginia, there wasn't one in Lynchburg where I lived. In Roanoke, there was one that was very far away from where I lived. I was closer to the KFC buffet than I was to the bagel place. Um the, the Colonel's kitchen.
0: They great. were just using. They were just using the oil from from KFC. One hundred percent. Fucking cooking their eggs and that shit.
3: Yeah, but there's there's oh. such a um, there's such like a New York influence down here. Like a high number of people that I've met are either from the Northeast or they've spent time up there. And I'm just shocked there's not more bagel places because the one that I go to maybe every other Saturday is slammed.
0: You're living in one of the places in the U.S. right now that a lot of people are moving to, Mm -hmm. right? I would say there in Austin, Texas might be two of the biggest in the country right now. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the businesses are coming to follow, right? Like because those people don't necessarily have the know-how because like North uh, where you are – um is isn't it banking what's the big what's the big industry in that city there a little is bit everything
3: really but financial there's a couple of bank headquarters down here Truist is here which is used to be sun trust and bbnt bank of america is here as well there's a nut wells fargo i think is also here as well a nickname for the charlotte metro area is also mint city so doesn't shock me but there's a number of other industries that have made their way down here as well this is also like nascar country as well where there's a number of teams that have their headquarters here as well
0: if you're somewhere else or if you talk to people here in new york that make bagels um they always talk about like what it's something in the water you know what i mean which if you do any environmental reports you realize it's mostly drugs and microplastics, but um, <laughs> and oh. bleach for like lawns and stuff and and just like piss from a from a dude on the fucking what gives subway. It the good dough. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the that reminds me pipes are fucking 200 years old. I get the that New York water with lead.
3: That reminds me all of the people that we knew from like Page and Farmingdale would always brag that they had the best water in New York. And it's like, have you drank that water? Or are you just somebody telling you? Well, this? they
0: they believed everything was better there. They still do. I, I'm pretty sure everyone that lives there was born missing a rib, so they could constantly blow themselves about how great it is <laughs> to live there.
3: Yeah, I just remember everybody that I met from Beth Page was telling me how great the water was. And I Okay, let's test that theory. Let's go to that sketchy there's, gas station and see. There's how good
0: just been it a tastes. dead raccoon in the reservoir for years that they never fished out. That tracks somehow <laughs> gives it
2: that little spiciness to it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that little tickle on your
3: tongue—that's botulism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I never bought into that. Um, that bagels on Long Island are good because of the water thing, because that just doesn't make any sense. I'd, I think it I'd really argue... just comes down to people just knowing what they're doing.
2: I no, I see. I'm going to disagree. I'm gonna disagree. I think it comes down to the sauce and the cheese. With pizza. Yeah, so I don't. I think you get like really good New York cheese. Like I think the main distributors are, are there, but like I don't think I think they skimp on. I think also they skimp on the sauce and the cheese.
0: I and that's I what want doesn't make it as good. I want to say this is all on economic principles, and that's you have a lot more competition, so you got to figure out a way to rise up, rise above. True. I would I agree with is, that. There's like you know four or five. Uh, pizza places over here where where we live and one one stands out above the others and a pretty good friend with one of the guys who managed the place and he was like the difference is like we use quality ingredients because we get at least enough turnover that we can spurge for that extra and that puts us ahead of everybody
2: if you, you know? use cheap cheese it gets greasy and oily and like yes. it's just it sucks. And then obviously the bread, like the, the dough, like if it's not like sturdy enough, you get that flop.
0: And yeah, you're right. Like that know how with the sauce, the ingredients there. That's a New York. It's a New York thing. It really. Most places, is.
2: most places don't cook the pizza enough. It's, like, they undercook it, and it's, like, doughy and fucking floppy, and it's, like, it's terrible.
3: Well, everybody I, hates, like, any time there's a char on pizza, and they have, like, a meltdown. That's of, the no, best I, part. Like, that's why they don't cook them long enough. Is you get that crispy, like, crunchy so, crust, Yeah, I, I love it. Like, I don't mind if there's, like, a little black on it, because that means that they've actually cooked it, and I can hold it with one hand, and it's not going to, like, drip all over me.
0: Have you guys ever watched, like, um... Uh, what's that? The Bon Appetit um, yeah, yeah. videos on YouTube and stuff. Bro, they, I
2: have the biggest crush on Claire Saffitz. Even funny. Who
0: doesn't? But Brad, right? He talks about pizza a couple times. And he 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 brings up, like, what's the qualities of, like, the best pizza, right? And one of the things that they look for is actually that charring. But it has to be a pattern charring that they call, like, leoparding or something.
2: Mm. Dude, it, it is like an art form, honestly making good pizza that's why like if you go to like i mean like you know whether it be i think there's been a lot of debate about whether who has the best pizza whether it's new york city or if it's like connecticut because you got um rhode
0: island (laughs) apparently like the number one slice of pizzas in rhode island in the US.
2: what what place
0: a place in Rhode Island. I I can't remember. I was well, just like stunned by the fact that it was be, well, Rhode Island. Well, because is that enough like, to be like, whoa? I would have thought. New I've, New ne-
2: I've never I've <laughs> never heard a. Like, do they? I don't even know if they have their own style. Because like like you think about like Connecticut with like Frank it's Pepe's.
0: Not, no, it's it's like New York style. It's New York. It's
2: New style. York style. Okay, because you got yeah. you got Connecticut like with Frank Pepe's, you got New York with like Joe's and John and Bleakers, and you have a couple other places like that. So I've just never heard of Rhode Island pizza. New Jersey, Connecticut, typically tri-state. I've never heard of, of like, a famous pizzeria in Rhode Island.
0: Question, are you a real New Yorker if you've never had roses?
2: Uh, No, because if you've, like, if you've never gone there for a slice, like, at 2 a.m. drunk out of your mind, like, what are you doing with your life?
3: I will say, though, that place that's in Port Jeff that's, like, the size of a shoe closet At like two forty-five in the morning. (laughs) Oh my god! And you order in a
0: whole pizza, is good soup. (laughs) (laughs) When when you walk in and they're about to close, and you're just like, "I'll just take the rest of it." (laughs) Oh yeah! I'll just take
2: whatever you got, man. I'm taking it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember we used to when we used to go to Port Jeff.
3: we would go in there maybe like twenty minutes before two and order a pizza and then go back into the bar and then like they kick us out. Yes. I'm like oh, we'll just so happen to have a pizza ready.
2: You know, you know, you know what was the best thing about that place though, is because you would go there and no one would be talking. Everyone would just be like drunk out of their mind, eating their pizza in silence.
0: It it yeah. was it was, it was fantastic. It was yeah. a small place, double doors open. And you could hear pin drop in there because yeah. everyone's just fucking mowing down pizza. Everyone
2: is just completely fucking blackout drunk eating pizza, and it's just everyone's happy at that point. No fighting there because everyone's no. just happy.
3: No, but everyone's just like brawling in front of the the nicest McDonald's machine <laughs> in your life, like down the block. Meanwhile,
0: do, the do only they- thing you hear is that little click of like the card swipe machine. <laughs> para i'm punching you it's really funny you mentioned that <laughs> mcdonald's because i've never been in it but i feel like they actually set tables and like use crystal it's oh, really re- fancy that one
3: i remember when it's they like built it it's like a sit down occasion they had to build it that way cuz the town of port jeff or the village of port jeff would not let them build a traditional style mcdonald's because port jeff has a aesthetic that they needed to follow Ugh, however if place. you looked at like half of Port Jeff. That doesn't make any sense.
0: The the current aesthetic, by the way, is like we mostly just sell rocks to people at $10 a pop and tell yes. them that they have healing properties. Yeah, the like Reiki
3: lady months. is down at Billy's crushing like 50 wings on wing night and throwing like jade stones at people.
2: Got are going
0: to raid those jade stones.
2: <laughs> so, Gato, I'm going to step back for a second because I just Googled Rhode Island pizza and apparently Rhode Island does have a like specific style and it's it no does. cheese. It's no cheese. What? It's just it's just dough and tomato sauce.
0: You got to really come with your game if that's the Oh,
3: way. that's not really Rhode Island pizza though. So What the, is that then? That's called lactose intolerant pizza. So this <laughs> is actually the pizza that my grandmother used to make where it's
2: like it's tomato dough, pie.
3: Yes, it's dough, tomato sauce. And Parmesan or Romano cheese on the just top a sprinkle
2: it. on the top of yep. it. So it's like a tomato pie then. Actually, that makes a lot more
0: sense. Yeah. Guys, I love I tomato have a pie. That
2: does. That actually sounds amazing.
0: Guys, pie. I have a confession. Um, I made You're all that up because I'm working for the Rhode Island Tourism Committee. So visit. Rhode I knew you Island worked for Deep pizza. pizza. I knew it. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Gatto?
2: I'm gonna say. Might want to find a new industry because you did not sell
0: me on Rhode Island pizza. <laughs> No, I just didn't sell you on the drive to Rhode Island for pizza.
2: I don't I don't think right you know what? Here's my most we're we're gonna we're gonna actually reveal what's your biggest conspiracy theory that you believe. And mine is that Rhode Island doesn't actually
3: exist. You're gonna hinge this entire episode on something I could show you is wrong.
0: <laughs> so clearly, so clearly you work for New Hampshire's commerce department. Fuck, you got me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah cuz if i was hope that people know that was a joke um
0: no someone's going to
3: take it seriously yeah, everyone gonna th- we're going to get a
2: bunch of we're going to get a bunch of hate from fucking people from Rhode Island like fucking assholes that was so good i would say like the biggest conspiracy theory that i believe would probably be centered around jfk in that like there's more to the story than you know the assassination than than we're told so that's probably the biggest one i think conspiracy theories for the most part are dumb because it's like you you have to like – think about like how many people they would have to be like covering up like a story to make it work. It just seems – Unless
3: they're all told different things and, to, and they say that what you've been – and they are told what you're being told right now is the truth and what that person is told is a lie. Right. Got What you got? Conspiracy theories?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The, the one that you find most plausible if, if you don't necessarily believe in it. Like, I find it plausible that, like, there may have been more involved with JFK's assassination than a lone shooter.
0: I think I'm going to have to say the Terminator scenario, when the machines rise up. And we probably shouldn't get into it, because Skynet's definitely listening. How about gay frogs? I mean, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's the rantings <laughs> of a fucking madman. I don't know. The uh, frogs gang. I really don't believe any conspiracy theories, because I think it's just... Well,
2: I'm not saying if you throwing. believe in it I'm saying that like the one you would say Is the most plausible
0: I think QAnon really
3: ruined it For everybody though
2: Oh 100% <laughs> I saw QAnon people talking about The Will Smith thing As like a government cover up Of some sort
3: Sure why not it,
2: Because like they were they were breaking down the video Into like frame by frame Of like he doesn't actually hit his face. And then he does like a an Illuminati symbol when he accepted the award. I,
3: I can't make heads or tails of it. So. Yeah, because that's exactly what the federal government has their hands in is Chris Rock making fun of Will Smith's wife. Right. It's all connected, man. You just got to believe it. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm racking my brain right now about... I just don't
0: believe any of them, man. I'm I'm not trying to think I, I, of anything... again, I
2: want to stress that like I don't believe it either, but I'm just saying like one that you look at and you go, "All right, that's not an insane thing. Like it maybe could be true."
3: A lot of the things that are going through my mind right now have been proven to be true. And right. I think it's hard right now to to think of something because like Operation Paperclip was was true. Like right. that actually, here's one okay. that I, um, you're going to say the one I'm thinking of now, <laughs> Just that, that there is one theory that Hitler and a number of prominent Nazis were able to escape Germany and escape to South America. And he lived in Argentina for a number of years after World War II. And he died there.
2: That actually I would buy.
3: Yeah. It's hard That's for me to one. buy that, though, because Berlin was essentially surrounded. Now, the the argument is that Hitler had a, a body double, and that was the one that was recovered. However, they were never able to recover his body after the, the Soviets took him. It's hard for me to believe because there were so many people chasing them down between from the U.S. government to the Russian government, Israeli intelligence services after the war. I mean, they were the ones that captured Adolf Eichmann and brought him back um, to Israel where he was tried. So it, it seems like an interesting theory. I don't know the truth of it because ultimately, if you read anything else about Adolf Hitler, that man was in a bad way by the end of the war. There was a book that I read called Blitzed. It was about all the drugs that the Nazis took. And by the end... I, if I have this correct, Hitler was using a number of things, but one of them was actually liquid cocaine and it was being distributed to him like multiple times during the day. Like his body was clearly deteriorating and that guy was not going to go
0: very far. Freshman year, I feel like we did a lot of shots that were called liquid cocaine. Wasn't that like a, a thing at like the shed? Tom. I b-
3: want to say yes, but there was yeah. also Electric was Gatorade
0: like, too, so yeah. none of it makes any sense in my mind. <laughs> it was like Goldschlager and uh, Ruppelmints or something, and then they were yeah. like, it was like a dollar for like three shots.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: like Ruppelmint and 151 too, that we used to drink,
3: and yeah. none of those things sound appealing anymore.
2: I'm not gonna lie, Electric Gatorade would be something that I would drink.
3: It was really good. They used to give it to us in pitchers, which is probably not a good idea.
2: Jesus yeah. Christ,
3: it was, a lot of- I, I'm pretty sure it was just Red Bull. It was a and shitload of Red Bull. It was Red Bull. It was vodka, and I think it was like creme de menthe or something like that. Sour that <laughs> Where's the Gatorade? And, oh, um, uh, There's no Gatorade that? in it.
0: <laughs> it wasn't hypnotic, was it? No, because it was green. I remember. No, it it just tasted like green. Oh no, green blue vodka. curacao. Blue curacao. I'm
2: that makes more, su- that yeah. makes
3: more sense. That makes more sense. Because when you because the blue and in... the gold would come together and turn into like green or <laughs> something. yeah.
0: And under the lighting in that place, which was. Sleazy strip club style. It was like glow in the dark, but nothing beats um, the Long Island iced, so iced teas. At the- for twenty one dollars, you blacked out guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even three dollar fucking Long Island iced teas. And once they knew you, it was all bets were off. Oh my yeah. god! That, um, you know
2: we're 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 trending here towards a topic that I wanted to talk about a couple weeks ago. That there was there seemed to be some resistance on about uh, stories at the Bordy
0: Barn. We should explain Bordy Barn so that listeners can understand what this is too. I don't know. I if, feel like uh, we've
3: cornered the market though, because we've gone into detail about Long Island and bagels and pizza. So, anybody
2: still?
0: We on are now.
2: The- we are now called the Long Island Guys Podcast.
0: Guys, let your accents fly,
2: Long Island.
0: Just- <laughs> let them out. I can't believe my <laughs> Newsday subscription is more money now. What is this?
2: Fuckers went from a dollar twenty-five to a dollar fifty. I can't take it anymore.
3: I can't even get it anymore.
2: Oh, it's about the snow. You gotta get the milk and bread. I get the milk and bread.
3: <laughs> that's that's not a Long Island thing. That's I know.
2: Everywhere I thing. know. I know.
3: And it's funny because we had a we had like a snowstorm. We had a couple snowstorms here, and we used to live across the street from a grocery store. I would go over. I would walk over, and that people are clearing the place out of. Everything that would be perishable if you lost power, the things that I was grabbing, I was grabbing like (laughs) Jägermeister, a bag of popcorn kernels to make popcorn, (laughs) beer and like a sleeve of Oreos. Like, I'm good with this. Yeah. But God forbid I needed like two eggs because they were like fist fighting each other over like the nine dollar carton of eggs in the corner.
0: Okay, question. Big fucking emergency. We're talking like potential to end normal society as as we know it. You go into a supermarket. What are you getting? What are, the, what are the things that you're going in there and getting? I'm just sleep through
1: this. <laughs> I'm sleep through this.
2: Um, I mean, I stick to like like. Well, I mean, you're talking about like like at the potential of losing power.
0: No, I mean. We have the potential to have the downfall of society.
2: Oh shit!
0: This is um, Yeti like coolers. this, can't, this can't, is like Yeti, Yeti coolers. Last minute doomsday <laughs> prepping. Last minute doomsday prepping. Um, I
2: Yeti would coolers. say, I would say uh, taco seasoning mix and white claws.
0: What are you yeah. gonna do
1: with the tacos? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I
3: right. I have also seen Waterworld, and I know how valuable soil was in that movie. Depending on the taco seasoning that you do purchase, because I think that, you know, it would be very much like, um, you know, various forms of currency. If you had (laughs) like the Taco Bell seasoning or some other like higher end seasoning, you could go a long way with that.
0: (laughs) Is that that becomes the new currency?
2: Listen, back in back in like back in the days of spice, well,
3: spice (laughs) from
0: Dune.
2: I want to walk into a supermarket. You have the dune spice because that would look pretty nice. Um, this guy's no, I, fucking
0: I mean, pawning off oregano and fucking... <laughs> hey, he just listen. got two McDonald's straws stuck in your nose. <laughs> like,
3: yo, man, you got that spice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, think about it, man. Columbus came here looking for what he came here looking for spices. So,
3: Taco Bell seasoning that's right. He didn't know what he was looking for until he found it.
2: <laughs> um, Twinkies because they last forever
0: that's the premise of, of zombie land yeah that's why I, that's where i stole it from tallahassee that's
2: where I, that's what, literally what i stole it from um i don't know honestly i would guess can like if i'm being if i'm answering this legitimately and not the way i usually answer questions uh canned goods anything that just doesn't go bad
0: i'm filling an entire cart with beans yeah beans it dry doubles. goods it doubles man It's also heavy, so you could throw it at somebody's head and really. Okay.
3: So I'm going to just assume the worst is going to happen because I'm not a survivalist. And if the world's going to be over. Do I necessarily want to be wandering the world like Vigo Mortensen in Ooh, The Road? Out. Not really. So, what I'm going to do is I'm yeah. going to buy all of the comfort food in that place. I am just going to buy like oh, jars gonna, of gravy and like chicken tenders. Fucking <laughs> fucking
2: By the way, The Road, a real, real feel good movie.
3: <laughs> the road. It's a it's was, a
2: light it's a light romp for the entire family. Yeah, if you
3: were looking like... for an upbeat like father son movie, <laughs> this is the one for you. <laughs> it
0: it had to have taken them like two years to film that just because of all the fog scenes. Everything was shot in fucking fog. That movie No, they just shot is... it in like Ohio. <laughs> yes, yeah, <it's just> fair.
2: <laughs> they went to Mike Pence's Indiana for that. You know what, gatto I think you're asking the wrong question here, though. I would just do what they did in the mist, and I would just hold up in the fucking supermarket.
1: So,
3: what's Could the work? aisle that you are going to travel down the most <laughs> during an apocalypse? The,
0: the problem with that, though, is that a lot of people are going to come trying to loot the place the entire time.
2: We got, we got enough. We got enough to go around.
0: How do you know if it's the end? I mean, if it's the and,
2: end, If it's if it's the end, then it's the end, and it's yeah. like, yeah. You're probably not making it that
3: long anyway, so.
2: So you might as well just go nuts. Like Tom said, just, like, get all those comfort foods and, like, just go for it.
3: Yeah, just cruise over into, like, the bakery aisle and just eat a whole cake. And, just <laughs> you know, once all the rotisserie chickens run out and you've cleared out the deli meat section, just stick all those, oh. like, Tyson chicken nuggets on the rotisserie and let that thing ride <laughs>
2: We missed we miss the golden opportunity to get a Boar's Head plug in there and say, I would just go right to the deli.
3: Frankly, I would see that being the first thing to go. Like People are going to go out there with like poundage of deli meat.
2: Yeah. And it has to be something that can last without refrigeration.
3: So would you want to be trapped in a stop-and-shop, a King Cullen, or what's the other supermarket on Long Island right now?
2: Uh, there's like Aldi and which is like a
3: I don't want to be in an Aldi <laughs> there's
2: uh, what's, what's the name of that place got The the little the German, the, Lidl? yeah, little little yeah, Lidl, Lidl, yeah those places
3: are the most dysfunctional dysfunctional shopping experience I've ever had I don't want to be in there
2: yeah they, they all have like weird like like it's weird like you can go down one aisle and they have like you can buy a television you can buy a giant fan or a big yeah. stuffed stuffed animal and
3: then you want eight pounds like... of butter or do you want mittens like <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's actually might be the place to go though because it's like it's got some other other shit other than food in there too so
3: that's no. true that's not a bad point
2: i'm going to like a sam's club or like a
3: bj's wholesale or something you got to have your card though they're not oh in. fuck i forgot about that <laughs>
2: <laughs> imagine you show up there and you're like trying to take it over and they're like oh are you a member and you're like ah. No, I'm sorry. I'm not. You just walk away.
3: Do you have a a parent or relative who's (laughs) a member? You can sign up today. It's a low
2: cost of, you know, $30 Two packets of taco seasoning. (laughs) Imagine you find out. You just start doing rails of, like, taco seasoning, and it's, like, the best stuff ever.
3: You turn into Emma Lagasse. (laughs) Bam!
0: (laughs) That guy is so full of spice.
3: (laughs) Well, who's the other guy? Who's the Flavortown guy?
0: Guy Fieri.
3: He is definitely like that all pers- all-purpose seasoning, just like doing like key bumps of that in his car before he goes into like a local barbecue place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he takes a little he takes a little season salt and he's like,
3: Oh, <sighs> uh, be the best TV host in the country. <laughs> you're,
0: you're a star. You're a star. You're a star. <laughs> he's like,
2: who's a star? You're a star. He looks himself in the mirror.
0: Who's a chef? You're a chef.
2: <laughs> he walks out. He walks out with an industrial bag like of garlic powder. And he's like, taking this home.
3: It's duct taped around the side. <laughs> he gets pulled over like, sir, what's that you got in the, the glove box? He's like, oh. Officer, if you got to ask, you can't afford it.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
3: Guy Fieri just applies for TSA pre-check solely so he can just move Romano cheese. <laughs> Bro,
0: that guy has been on the road in his red Corvette trying to get to Flavortown for years now.
2: I like... could pro- yeah, I think he could legitimately probably run for, off- I-, I would not vote for Ugh. a celebrity, but I guarantee he would probably win somewhere.
3: You would probably catch on in like like a county somewhere that just loves him.
2: Yeah.
0: who's Who's got your eyes rolling the most talking about Making a run for it as president, like a Doctor Oz, one hundred percent. He's a Dr. weirdo.
2: Talk about a guy who has no
3: charisma either. Like, he's just a strange dude.
0: He doesn't even. He's trying to run for what? Uh, Senate Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Senate, and he lives in another state. Technically, doesn't he have a house in Jersey that he really lives in?
3: I think so, but as long yeah. as you have like a mailbox in a that residency state. of some sort, yeah. you do Who's your that, taxes um, there. Who's that person? And they talked about, it, I think it was on Bill Maher. Who is the one who's running against AOC? Who is just oh, the, the wow. angry traffic
0: that, person? That lady. Oh, God. Yeah, I know who you're talking about.
2: Wait, is it, is it a Republican?
0: Yes. Yes.
2: She, You're never going to win in that district.
3: She's under the impression that if you make enough angry, like, no. Instagram reels in your car while you're in traffic, that's how you're gonna get people to vote for didn't
2: you. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong here. didn't she win by like I, I don't even think the Republican ran in that place because like they, it's just not gonna happen
3: no the the closest person was like a democratic challenger
2: going back what? to <laughs> Pensil- going back to Pennsylvania for a second also uh, well, for the Democratic party that needs a guy to like boost up like John Fetterman who's running for the Democratic uh seat in he's the Senate, Love him. He's, he's fucking awesome. So who, who that you say? John Fetterman. He's, Fetterman, he was uh,
3: lieutenant governor for he's a lieutenant governor now. Like he's ran like inner city intervention stuff for years in Pittsburgh. Like he's a legend there.
0: I'm um, uh, I'm thinking of the guy from Maryland that uh, Andrew Yang actually brought up uh, during Mar. I'd like to Ugh. see him. You Ugh. don't like Hogan. You don't like Ugh. Hogan. He's a moderate Republican. No, I'm, I'm
2: talking. I'm, I'm talking about fucking Andrew
0: Yang. Oh, OK. This fucking guy annoys me glad you don't work friday nights
3: (laughs) 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 but the person i was referring to the person i was referring to who's running against aoc is tina forte she
2: she is she this okay so i i know what she's doing she's trying to raise her profile but i i will bet money on this i will bet you guys money that by the time the election comes around she won't be anywhere
0: around. She'll she uh, be nowhere to be She's trying to get a Twitter following or something. You're,
2: you're not like people need to understand. This is the reason why you'll net like if you are a person of the right and you want AOC gone, you need to hope that she runs for like Senate and loses. Like the same way I want Marjorie Taylor Greene and fucking Lauren Boebert gone, get or, or Madison fucking massive orgy cawthrown thrown out. Like it's not going <laughs> to happen unless they run for higher office and they lose. And then they can still come back because their districts are so set up in a way, either they're gerrymandered that way, or it's just like a group of people who are way like-minded. You're never going to get rid of those people.
3: No, it's funny though, because, um, the, the Charlotte mayoral race is going on right now. And there was a guy who was the mayor of Charlotte and he went to jail for two years and he's running again for mayor.
0: Yeah. That doesn't shock me anymore. Fucking, uh, who was that dude that got caught with all the cocaine or whatever? And oh no, am I thinking the mayor of Toronto? No,
2: oh, he Rob, F- Rob Ford, yeah.
0: Maybe I'm not as familiar with Toronto politics as I probably should be, but <laughs>
2: well, his, his brother's mayor now,
0: though, isn't he? Oh, maybe that's what I was getting confused. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, think,
2: I think I think I don't I don't remember his name, but I I think Rob F- Rob Ford's brother is now. What in is charge. with
0: Canadian politics and like lineage? What is that?
2: Well, I mean, Justin Trudeau. I mean, yeah, you know. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, like a
0: thing. Well, I guess we have that too with the Bushes and yeah, and Kennedys. Kennedy's. <laughs> well, he's fucking
2: this country. Um, <laughs> 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 it's like, it's like it didn't work out with H.W. Bush. Now let's go for the son who's not fucking smart. Jeb. Jeb. Jeb.
3: Jeb. Jeb. Jeb is our Jeb. official, unofficial mascot. Please clap. <laughs>
2: <sighs> He's <a> cop. <laughs> that d- dude, that the Jeb failure in 2016 is amongst one of the Most hilarious things to ever watch. You're just watching Trump's numbers just like fucking skyrocket and you're just seeing Jeb like polling at like 4%
3: in the big states. I want to say that like a pile of wet laundry just
1: (laughs) doesn't do anything.
3: And
2: I just love that he is one of the few guys to have an exclamation point on his fucking posters. It's like,
1: Jeb! Jeb!
0: (laughs) (laughs) We gotta punch this up.
3: Like it's a profound idea. There's like a campaign expert laying around and then all of a sudden he has this mana from heaven. He's like, I got it. Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like no one is excited that he, he he's the equivalent of eating your vegetables for dinner. It's just so funny that it, like that was a true changing of the guard moment though.
0: It um it just seemed like though with Jeb that he didn't even want to do it. He had he had no enthusiasm. I don't think he's ever wanted to be in politics. I think his father made him. It was like watching, you know, like a, like one of those dads that's like, my son's gonna be a major leaguer, you know, and and then like the kid doesn't even want to do it, but he's like out there on the field anyhow, fucking crying, like half holding his glove.
2: Well, then he's, like can... picking
0: dandelions in the fucking outfield.
2: Can uh well then can fucking Jeb get his son to stop fucking involving in politics? Because I I'd, I'd appreciate it if he stopped.
0: No, now he's now he's trying to write the honor of the Bush name. <laughs> fucking god.
3: Basically, the you're in high school and you get to make up your work before the end of the order. Now right now the Bush family name is like living at like the fifty-four. 54- out of 100, and they're hoping that Prescott will uh, will bump him back up right over like the D minus. When Bush
0: beer, that Texas has court. more prestige <laughs> than the Bush family.
2: Speaking of Texas beer, I don't know if you guys seen the clips, but fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin was back.
0: What was he up to? WrestleMania?
2: I think yeah, he wrestled at 57 years old. And I'm like, there's are that they're so out of ideas that they're like, we're just gonna bring back all the old guys from the 90s.
3: All their retirement okay. and their like pensions are running out, so they gotta come back and do a little bit of a uh, mat time. <laughs> it's still in their contract,
0: like they. But like they might this have to get called back in.
2: Did you guys hear though that Terrell Owens is joining like a football league at like 50 something years away. old?
0: Just go to bed.
2: I would love to watch him in the
0: NFL, though. I really would. I I thought I had heard something about the XFL was making a comeback. It
2: is. And the USFL. Dwayne Johnson actually bought the XFL, I think.
0: With a guy like that behind it, I could actually see it taking off. It'll just be an
3: even more spectacular failure, though. Because, I mean, they had an entire network behind it the
0: first go-around, and it didn't work.
2: They did have interesting ideas, though. I will say that
0: which reminds me um, they did. They did make new um, overtime rules for NFL.
2: Finally. Um, I will yeah. say though, the USFL is coming back also. I think it's going to be starting soon. Um,
0: within the next
3: few weeks.
2: April 16th is the first game. So day before my birthday. Um, so, and if, if you're interested in about the USFL, there's a great documentary. I'm um, 30 for 30. Who killed the USFL? The answer: Donald Trump. Uncle Donnie. Really yeah. good, really good documentary, and he really did fucking kill that was,
0: entire. Was that franchise the one, uh, or was that league the one that Kurt Warner came up in? No, no that, was the, that was
2: arena. That was arena. was just arena
0: football. Okay.
2: Yeah, the USFL. Is arena
0: football still going on? No,
3: That'd they went bankrupt. So.
2: Yeah, the USFL was actually a legitimate um, counter to the NFL. So famously, they got Steve Young, uh, and they also got um, Jim Kelly. So Jim, mm-hmm. Jim, I I brought up that documentary it was one of my picks of the week a while back. Jim Kelly didn't want to play for the Buffalo Bills, so he actually joined the USFL. Got out of the got out of that. He was in Buffalo discussing a contract. And the USFL kept calling, and they actually patched him through and got him out of there before he signed the contract, and he got to pick where he wanted to play. So he went to go play in Houston, Houston Gamblers, and it's a dome stadium, so he was that's why he wanted to play there. And uh, he actually won the MVP that year. So they actually were cultivating some really good talent, but then, of course, Donald Trump decided that he owned the new jersey generals i think it was
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, of course he did and
2: he decided because they were playing in the springtime so they played in the springtime when nothing was going on this dead period so you're talking about before baseball starts basketball's kind of mid-season not really at the end yet they wanted to capture that time and it was actually working and then donald trump's like no we're going to go against the nfl we're going to the fall and it died instantly because like you're trying to take on the nfl and like the nfl right it is just came
0: his great leadership ability just showing again <laughs>
2: it's it's actually called small potatoes because that's what he referred to usf because he obviously he did like everything else he w- that he he does when he fails he says oh no it, it was never gonna work anyway because it was just he referred to it as small potatoes good documentary i recommend it
0: Small potatoes look big in his tiny hands.
2: Believe me, there's not a problem there. Believe me.
0: <laughs> I was only talking about his hands.
2: <laughs> I don't think Marco Rubio
0: was. No, he was trying to get at that dick. Shana. So on that note, guys,
3: what do you say we, uh, we wrap this up and move to the fan favorite, Picks of the Week, and then Asshole of the Week. But let's start with Picks of the Week. Um, Q, why don't you give us your pick?
2: Uh sure. This mine's a little bit offbeat. Uh there was a movie back in twenty fourteen called The Guest, directed by Adam Wingard, who's recently kind of gotten more famous doing uh the Godzilla vs. Kong movies, doing more blockbusters. Uh the movie basically centered around um a family that recently lost their son, and a man, mysterious man comes to their home claiming that he served with his uh with their son, and you find out it's not really. There's more to it. There's actually kind of like a nice mystery at the end of it. Um, they never made a sequel, mainly because the main lead, I think his name's Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of got I I just I don't think they were able to ever work out the sequel for it, but the creators of that movie actually came out with a soundtrack for the second movie, like the movie that doesn't exist, and it fucking kicks ass. Uh so it's it's not really like like a uh, album with like features on it. It's more like synths and stuff like that. But uh it's really fucking cool. So movie of great by the way. It and yeah, the movie itself is fucking awesome. So if you've never seen the guest, definitely give that a watch as well. Cause uh yeah.
3: So, is it on anything it. right now?
2: Uh the guest I think is on showtime. Uh but I I would yeah I'm I'm hoping I'm actually gonna recommend to rent it because I'm hoping that like if enough people rent it they'll finally make the fucking sequel
0: so that's what i'm hoping for so you're trying, that's to, what you're trying to feel the dreams it is what you're saying pretty
2: much i'm trying yeah i'm trying to wish it into existence pretty I'm much trying to
0: manifest it
2: yeah exactly
0: get that on your dream board <laughs> goto what do you got um i am reading a book uh just started it about 50 pages in it is called conformity by Cass Sunstein, a professor at Harvard, done some work on the Obama administration as well. The book is interesting because it's about something that I think is very relevant, Conformity, thus the name. It's cool because he explains it almost in the different components and how influence is transferred from an individual to a group and back and forth and the different things that affect that. He talks about different roles within groups, out of groups, the effect of cascades where a belief or an idea can get perpetuated or continue moving forward based on those types of factors. The The explanation, I guess is kind of, to me, it makes a lot of sense because I can visually understand it in some ways. People within like a group that would be considered um, like authorities or confederates in, in these terms. And they carry or yield more influence depending on their opinions on something than others, um, especially if you perceive yourself to be like that person. And there's also different types of dissenters which can keep a group honest. You have different types like disclosures or um, contrarians. Yeah, I kind of find it very fascinating because obviously it's very relevant. like um, he makes and he makes some good explanations like he talks about cascades with the medical community. Do you guys have your tonsils?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have
0: mine. Yeah. yeah, I got mine removed and come to find out while reading the book that this was actually something that was considered a cascade within the medical community because so many people were getting them removed at the time. Doctors aren't necessarily on the cutting edge of research, so they rely on other experts in the field as well to inform them on their decisions. And that's kind of bridge in which the explanation comes in. Or like another instance with circuit courts, how the first circuit court might rule in the favor of, let's say, the government and subsequent circuits will rule because of what was ruled ahead of them. The conformity principles that he talks about would apply, which makes them all align, not necessarily meaning that they're right, but they might all side the same way because of it. So it's a very interesting read. It it talks about social media. Interesting. What's the name of it again? Conformity. Conformity. Yeah, it's it's good. You know, I mean, in our current day and age, people essentially will follow something, and they they might not even understand why they're doing it. Right. Sounds like a lot of like peer pressure and societal influencers and things like that. There's all sorts of yeah, and he explains those mechanisms, right? There's 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 weird things too, like you know, they would be they'd break up groups. And you would have one group that would conform because of societal norms, right? Like they saw themselves in each other. And then you'd have another group that would then form that they had a goal like to increase revenue. And let's say they were both betting groups. The the group that had a goal like that versus the group that felt like they were more like each other, you know, would outperform the other one because the conformity factors and the influences of the conformity.
3: Interesting. I like that. I got it written down, um, and we'll post it in the show notes as well at the bottom of the description. Um, My pick of the week is actually a friend of mine who has a podcast himself. It's called The Poor Timing Podcast, and it's actually somebody from um, Mastic Beach that I used to work with. So the Poor Timing podcast is a show straight out of the slums of Mastic Shirley. (laughs) If you like a little violence in your pornography and sugar in your cornflakes, I
2: already like these guys.
3: Poor timing just may be what the doctor ordered. Join Frank Samisa, Johnny Vega, K Mac, and your boy Holmes for a good old romp in the hay. So I worked with Frank for a number of years, and I can tell you right now, this is one of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life. And I listened to one of the episodes, the most recent one. It's called uh, The Real Haunting in Connecticut or something like that. And it's the most (laughs) insane story about their band going to a bar in Connecticut. It is so unbelievable. It has to be true. So... (laughs) It is it is way too specific to be made up, and the story is ridiculous. The Poor Timing Podcast is the name. It's hysterical. Frank's hysterical. The guys are funny. It's well edited. Check it out. Give them a like on Instagram, too, as well as our page as well. I'm going to um, go follow them right now. Yeah. They want to actually do something with us pretty soon, too, because I talked with Frank the other day, and he said that our stuff is funny, too. And I'm like, cool. You're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, do we want to turn the tables, boys, and go to our assholes of the week? Gato, so let's
0: let's let's start off with you. Let's snake it around. Uh, okay. So I, I don't have a good one, which might make this good to start with. Um I <laughs> in general just and we've done this one before, but I'm gonna bring it back up. Um, oh, we got a two timer. <laughs> it's 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 Jim Hardos and Instagram Jim Influencers. Um, worst I, fucking people. I got really triggered the other day because I saw a fucking story on Instagram. The dude has like a cast from, from his fucking wrist all the way up to like his neck and he still figured out a way to strap his leg to a post so that he could work on his abs and it just annoyed the shit out of me because people are sitting there like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, good for you and I'm like, Bro, you're like, you can still love yourself and take some time to heal. Like, you don't have to fucking do this. Like, give it a break. Like, give it a rest. Like like It's also a fantastic way to hurt another part of your body. Yeah, what happens yeah. if you fucking fall now and you fucking break your other arm?
2: And I wouldn't be shocked, honestly, if he almost looked at this like a good thing that he <laughs> broke his leg. That he could do this for, like, all the likes that he's going to get because, like... Oh, look, this guy, he doesn't take any fucking time off. Like, I don't know. Do you guys know who David Goggins is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love his story and I think he's like an, very inspirational. inspirational. Yeah. He's also fucking cringe as fuck.
0: I remember somebody saying something about doing his challenge. Yeah. You guys know about his challenge, right? That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Just don't sleep, just run every four hours, That's four so... miles. For what four days? No, two
1: days. Like,
2: like he, like I mean, for what he did, like transforming his body, accomplishing what he's accomplished, like incredible. Calm down, man. Like, Mm -hmm. like you're gonna you're gonna kill yourself doing that. And like, he he goes unnecessarily hard for no reason. It's just it's it's very odd. It's 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 very much in that like Rogan mindset of like.
0: Which brings me to the other Hardo's, um, the the MMA fucking dudes that you find at fucking planet fitness i nearly got punched today so Why didn't i had do no- with this this fucking douchebag is he's facing away from me and i'm like walking past and he decides he's gonna start doing some fucking spinning elbow fucking drops or something naturally head and he fucking turns around without <laughs> knowing that i'm behind him and fucking almost clocks me and I'm like, and I'm watching this dude. He's like on the treadmill, fucking shadow boxing. He's he's standing in between the he's standing in between the weight machines, and he's just fucking. He's like doing like boxing sets. I saw a guy and... doing.
2: I saw a guy shadow boxing on the treadmill at Planet Fitness 2. and he had a MAGA hat and a
3: MAGA shirt. <sighs> of course. Is he preparing for like the invasion of the CNN or something? <laughs>
2: <laughs> January sixth, gonna be here before you know it, bro. So what, uh, like, so what happened that you almost got punched? Is it? Oh, it's just he an was, accidental. He was,
0: yeah, it was accidental because he had his back to me, and then he decides I'm gonna practice my spinning elbow.
2: Doing he that on just, a Planet Fitness mat in the middle of a Planet Fitness it was is just absolutely insane. He must be like out. Like, good thing. Like, I hope you like. Yeah, you, uh, you may have not want to interact with that guy. No, I would have dropped
0: this guy in a heartbeat. He was not somebody I was.
2: I would have been easily insane, intimidated though.
0: by. Like, that's the thing is that he would be someone that might wait with a weapon outside of a Planet Fitness.
2: I go to Planet Fitness mainly because it's like 20 bucks a month. It's fucking cheap. It's easy to cancel too. And like the other ones make you jump through hoops and shit. But like, you have to understand, you go there for the basics. You go there Mm -hmm. for a treadmill. You go there for like, whatever. The minute you start trying to like do fancy like you need to go somewhere else.
3: Yeah, you need to spend another 25 bucks and right. go to like Gold's Gym or something like right.
2: that. Cuz no there's, one's going to care if you do that there.
0: There's a gym right up the road for yeah, for the extra 15 bucks. You got a steel cage. It there's really one... an octagon built into oh, it. Jesus Christ!
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. there's one. There was one right. Uh, there's one right by me that, like, me and Paul were going to. That, like, it's like an old school. It smells like sweat and fucking bo. Go to a it's got metal gym. plates and it's got like a whole like pad in the middle where like you could do, you could do yeah, wrestling where you could you.
3: LARP as a fucking MMA fighter, right? Because.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he wearing? God, was he wearing a tap out shirt? Please tell me he was wearing a tap out shirt no but i want to say i want to that he have say, shirt on? Was
0: he, a hardy hat he he cut the sleeves on like a metallica um, yes. fucking band shirt you know what I mean? fucking <laughs> the only
3: time that you should go to planet fitness is at like 4 30 in the morning because yeah. that is the only time that you can go there and you actually interact with normal fucking human beings that are there oh. because they're going to work right after this or they're coming off like the
0: third shift you know, he's lucky it was me and not, like, an old person. That, but you also or had a better, child, too. Because
2: yeah. you had better reaction time. They may have not. And he may have accidentally,
0: like, actually hit them in the head. Yeah. He was more likely to fucking break his arm hitting me. Like, but. I
2: mean, and also, like, what makes him think that, like, you're not going to... He's going to get kicked out eventually doing that. Because, like, you can't even grunt in that gym. No, like without them. No, going, you can like, get away
0: sh- with all that shit. They don't do that. Don't no, me. I I know. I they I, don't bother I, people. I, I I will
2: sometimes like just out of physical yeah. exertion. A, they don't. A part
0: don't of me, bother. I step back after that because I had to just stare at him. And um, a part of me wants to believe there was a girl on the other side of the cable machine that he was thinking that was going to impress oh, her. God. That is, but again, yeah,
3: his brought to the gym. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> she packed his water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Q, you want to go next?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, it's baseball season, and I'm miserable already, and it hasn't even fucking started. Then uh, <laughs> Shayna, I've 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 been watching some of the spring training games mainly because they have Yes Network on at Planet Fitness, and I'm usually there around that time. And it's fucking miserable. I I I don't know what Brian Cashman is doing, but a guy that once on, seemed like he understood how to build a team um it has pretty much decided that the team with the highest payroll ever should pretty much just win 70 games he he's i mean the team is all right-handed power hitters that pretty much are either going to hit home run or strike out there's no balance to the lineup I mean, and, you know, and his biggest acquisition of the offseason was to trade and get Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson's, like, Love that trade, by the way. <laughs> unreal. He's 36 years old, 36 or 37 years old. And, like, okay, he's a decent, he's got a decent glove. And he can, you know, he's going to hit 250. He's going to hit 35 homers and close to 100 RBIs. But, like, the Yankees' biggest acquisition in years was Garrett Cole. Guess who fucking hates Josh Donaldson? Garrett fucking Cole. If you famously, Josh Donaldson's the one who called Garrett Cole out for using the spider tack. So and like I, I just I the locker and so you already had a team that was already like underperforming talent wise, didn't add anything really there to put him over the top, and now you're gonna put in a guy in, into the clubhouse who might end up causing a problem with your best pitcher. Real fucking bang-up job. I'm expecting a 70-win season, and I'm hoping that leads to the firing of Brian Cashman finally.
3: And can I also add, to that there were two guys that were acquired. um, The shortstop, I don't remember his name. He's from Texas. And um, Josh Donaldson, where they shipped Gio Urshela off to the Twins. Gio Urshela, who's an actual third baseman, and younger.
2: Don't even get me started. And on
3: now, that. Gleyber Torres is on the bench, or is he? And DJ LeMahieu gonna... is on the bench, maybe. Yeah. But you also have a guy who hits 198 consistently, patrolling left field, who is, from all indication, just a strange dude overall. in um, Joey Gallo, <laughs> he's got a lot of like idiosyncrasies that make him like a weird guy.
2: But you're talking about also with Joey Gallo, who is going to hit like 215
3: this year. Going to have 240 strikeouts too, right? And he, he's
2: he's gonna he's gonna hit fucking 28 to 30 home runs, and he'll drive. He in had 39
3: 16. home runs last year. I didn't know that. So fucking crazy.
2: It's literally all or nothing. So you're going to have games where the Yankees are going to score 17 runs, and then there's going to be like an, another big set of games where they're going to score nothing. I just I, I just don't I don't know what they think they're doing.
3: Yeah, it's it's been a pretty interesting offseason for them and I saw when that uh Josh Donaldson trade came through I was like wow that's interesting it'll make them scary but then you look at the rest of the lineup and it really just doesn't make any sense like it's it reminds me very much of the 2003 2004 Yankees where it was just everyone's gonna hit 40 home runs apiece but no one's gonna be able to hit a slider and they're Whoa. gonna they're gonna kill fastballs but Anything after that is going to be kind of a crapshoot for them.
2: And and also this team has recently been like all in on like young talent, right? Like going after a guy like Gleyber Torres, which I still stand is a it was a great trade for
3: it's them. a smart move.
2: And then, you know, the, you have Aaron Judge, who's mm-hmm. a homegrown guy. Miguel, you know, and then Miguel Andujar who was at one point with viewed to be um an asset. Uh but like Gary Sanchez, I was okay with that trade, mainly because like he's awful it just seems like the josh donaldson and like now they're talking about maybe bringing brett gardner back and i'm like what what are what is this supposed to be
3: yeah they're already pretty clogged up already as is and you don't need another guy who's gonna hit 240 all indications are that aaron hicks is coming back so you have your three outfielders honestly what does brett gardner give that a 24 or 25 year old guy can't leadership that hasn't worked i don't think anyone's actually looking to brett gardner for leadership they're looking for like how to shave your head
2: and, and and honestly, like it's it's like the Tom Thibodeau way of thinking. Like he's playing Alex Burks last night for forty minutes when Miles McBride is sitting on the bench, and it's like, we why would you? What are you doing? Like play Manuel Quickly. By the way, triple double, first triple double last night. Props, Quickly. Um, apologize. <laughs> I never said I don't like Emmanuel Quickly. You tried to insinuate that Emmanuel Quickly was better than RJ Barrett. So you're fucking wrong.
3: You told me that you hate him.
2: No, I did not. E. Crow on R. J. Barrett. E. Crow. <laughs> Getting back to the Yankees, like they were playing Brett Gardner over Clint Frazier last year, and look, I, I soured on Clint Frazier pretty quickly, and like I don't think he was ever going to be like a a huge star. Why would you play a thirty eight year old man over a guy who's like twenty four and has got a quick bat? Never made sense. Still doesn't make sense. There's there's something rotten in the Bronx. I just, I, I, they need, they need like whole new leadership change, uh, from the top.
0: Well, whatever it is, it's getting to the water and making the bagels delicious. So Tom, Um,
3: I'm going to keep with the baseball trend,
0: and I will also follow up with another
3: underperforming baseball team in the San Diego Padres, but more specifically, Fernando Tatis Jr. Granted, I am a little behind on this one just because I haven't been paying attention to spring training baseball because I didn't realize we had any kind of baseball. Things are moving quite fast right now. Yeah, it's like like – Time tables sped
1: up. So –
3: Fernando Tatis Jr. signed a 14-year, $340 million contract. And he has subsequently – he's going to miss a lot of time this year because he broke his wrist. Come to find out, he broke his wrist while riding his motorcycle.
0: Now Real men break this, the wrist jacking off, by the
3: way.
2: He missed, he missed time last you know, year as well,
0: right? Yeah, he has not
3: been a healthy player for his career. The thing that bothers me the most is that – his response when asked by reporters about his injury, he was very flippant and very defensive about it, did not give a lot of like meaningful – he didn't have any kind of accountability for it. And it really bothers me in the sense that he was taking it personal that people were asking him about that. But fuck you, dude, you just made $340 million or you're going to and you're supposed to be the leader on this team and you can't even hold yourself accountable. I don't know how you're going to hold other people accountable. It's embarrassing. I don't like the Padres just because they think they're hot shit. They haven't won anything. They're a mediocre team with a bunch of guys with a lot of hype. I think this is a thing that he's going to have to learn is that if you're going to make that kind of money and if you're going to be on the cover of a video game, you need to be a little bit more than just the guy who's doing bat flips and being the the flashy player. Like You're a star now, and this team is hoping that you're going to be good for the next 10 to 14 years. And if you're breaking your wrist doing stupid shit, kellen wins so like dumb shit then who, you're not gonna be in the league
2: well tom didn't he didn't he respond uh which one when they talk they asked him which act like like yes. an accident yeah. like, which one
0: ridiculous
2: yeah i i'm i am of the belief that i think we need to stop uh, i think we need to kind of be hands off with athletes because like i think they de- they get a lot of scrutiny for doing stuff like normal people do but where i draw the line is like Dude, your body is like your job. Jeopardizing the career. Yeah. And your you, body is like, the only
3: reason why you're doing this. Right. Yeah.
2: So like, you know, I, I don't I think sometimes we're a little too overcritical of athletes, but like in this scenario, your job is to hit a baseball and to field the baseball. And if you if you think that like a team is going to invest $340 million in you and you're going to be like, I'm going to keep riding my bike. They're they're we, gonna find a way out of that contract.
3: I yeah. think a good indication, and I don't normally like to do this, but as a good litmus test, how would Fernando Tatis's response as a member of the New York Yankees go over on the fan? Not well. They would murder him.
2: You would have Craig Harton calling him a bum. And if Francesco would Francesa would have to chime in somewhere.
3: He would have to wake like, up first, though. He's a
2: fucking bomb.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he pounds a Diet Coke and then goes on a rant <laughs> for like six and a half hours.
2: It would be the best, it now. would be the best radio that New York's had in a long time.
3: So so all mm-hmm. that to be said, Fernando Tatis Jr., mm-hmm. congratulations latians. You're the asshole of the week. And the Padres mm-hmm. are gonna win shit because he's dumb. That's all I have.
2: Padres really went from like a kind of likable like, oh, they're on the rise. And like now they're just hated again
3: because it's like. You have a bunch of dweebs on that team. (laughs) Dweebing. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in again to the Second Mouse podcast. We appreciate all of the listeners that are tuning in. And we encourage anybody who's got any additional thoughts on What you want us to cover, shoot us an email. You can find us at secondmousepodcast at gmail.com. It'd be way easier just to connect with us on Instagram, and you can find us on IG at secondmousepodcast.com. Do us a favor. Give us a like and review on your favorite streaming platform. Again, I want to give a shout-out to all of our Apple Podcast listeners because you are dominating the statistics right now. All of our Spotify and Amazon listeners, you got to step your game up. This show would not be possible without listeners like you. So give us a five stars in review and share with your friends as well. Let them know that you are laughing like a goon in your car on your morning commute or in your Zoom meeting when you should be paying attention.
0: Or on your road trip to Rhode Island.
3: Or when you're healing your wrist when you broke it on your motorcycle. Rhode
2: Island's not a real place. Or while
3: you're
0: shadow boxing in the gym, whatever it is.
3: Or when you're in line getting a bagel in front of a couple of aliens who've also picked up a tomato pie.
2: And then you try to have sex with them.
3: And on that note, we're done.
1: Okay, let's give me a
3: rhythm. Follow me.
1: We are, we are Walmart.
0: And then he says, and I'm not kidding you, he goes, now clap. Please clap.
2: Just clap for that, you stupid bastard.
1: I need applause to live. make your jokes mr jokey joke maker ha <laughs> suck it jack sparrow <laughs>